Hey, Jackie. Hey, Tori. And everyone, welcome to Holy Moly Season 2, which is a spoiler-free rewatch of the early 2000s hit reality television show, The Mole. Uh, And we are back. We are back, y'all. It Ugh. feels good to be back. It feels oh my God. so good. So last season, we rewatched and discussed everything about Celebrity Mole Hawaii, mm-hmm. uh, which was a thrilling watch. It honestly, like the last episode title of our last season really sums it up. Like both the season and us recording it and watching it, it was a romp. It like, was. It was just a vacation. It was crazy. It was funny. It was stupid. Um, it was amazing. Yeah, it was that trashy romp in the sun. <laughs> and we took a few weeks off. And yes. we were like, we're ready to be mm-hmm. back to right. start talking about the next season. And we are obviously about to cover another celebrity season of the mall, oh. Yucatan. We are so blessed. I'm so excited for like... A different location yeah so like it's not a beachy vacation type of destination Yucatan um it's in Mexico and so this is just gonna be like such a different vibe I think but I have no idea actually like I haven't seen you know any piece of it um but it just seems like it'll be different yeah, same. I have yet to watch anything yeah. um, because obviously our first episode is just our cast assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree. I think the vibe will be a little bit more mysterious. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. were just having a fun time at the beach last time, but <laughs> now I'm get, I'm ready to get more spooky. Right, right. It does feel like it'll be darker for some reason. I don't know if it's like this cast of characters has kind of like a more spotted past uh, and record I mean, from my <laughs> research yeah <laughs> i think that's piece of it um yeah we'll get into all of the characters um this episode as tori said will be the cast assessment um and yeah i i definitely think the research into these people is what's setting the scene of like this is gonna be crazy in a different way yeah i mean it really uh changes how I feel when I watch the season, just mm-hmm. knowing all of this insane history. Because, yeah. and I know we've talked about this offline, but it's like you start researching someone and you think you know everything about them, and right. then you just get deeper and deeper into this hole where you're pulling up really yeah. niche underground content on yeah. these six humans, and it's like, ooh, I no one should know as much no as no one this has seen. As I do. Exactly. Yeah. It it was digging deep for this prep. Not to say like there wasn't content on some of these people, but the content that was there was very obscure for some of these people. And mm-hmm. yeah, kind of like no one else has watched this YouTube video besides me type of obscure. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be it'll be some interesting um, insight into these people for sure. I agree. Um, yeah. Before we start with our full cast assessment, talking about the cast that will be on Celebrity Mole Yucatan. Um, I wanted to know what was up with you. It has been a very long time since we've recorded. Um, We recorded the finale of season one 
back at the end of February and it's now April 12th and boy does it wow. feel like a whole new world. Wow. Yeah, the state of the world is different. Um, I don't think, you know, anywhere you are listening to this, you know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the last time we hung out in person was doing a fan-made version of The Mole yes. um, in North Carolina and it was like the best funniest experience and we're just like so grateful to have squeezed in this one final little like funny trip before you know being more um home-bodied for a while Ooh, yeah the big c got us down yeah uh that's for sure um yeah let's start talking about that yeah. because i feel like that's the biggest thing that we want to talk about yeah honestly the only other important update in my life which you already know is that i'm watching love is blind yes which in one of our last episodes, you had just watched. Right. Um, I remember you told me. And so I've kind of put a pause on it, and now I'm revisiting it, and I'm so grateful that I did because it's crazy. And times are tough. We're desperate for any content. I, so I need any and all content that makes me laugh. Um, so I highly recommend, and I can't wait to see. I think I'm like halfway through the season. But yeah, yeah fan-made version of The Mole, Tori and I were there. Uh <sighs> I don't even know where to start. Yeah, so I don't want to, so I, we're not going to talk about any spoilers. No, um, no so details. just for some context, um, you know, there are different groups of people that put on fan-made versions of the mole and film them mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, completely edit the entire episodes and put them out on YouTube. Right. Um, we were connected with um, the mole Victory House. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find them on Instagram, the mole VH. They're mm-hmm. also on Facebook. Right. Um, and Victory House Productions. Yes, Victory House Productions. And this is run by um, mostly Carlo. Um, mm-hmm. And there ben. were, yeah, Ben was there and Jess mm-hmm. was there. Um, mm-hmm. Really a whole crew of people that work insanely hard to yeah. create a game for 16 fans to play. Yeah, it was such a production and so, so fun. Tori and I had watched season one on youtube from victory house to just kind of like get a feel for what we were in for but there was no way to be prepared for like how immersed in this game we had to get um which we were so down for it was just like such a fun um (laughs) (laughs) my cat cat just knocked i think the pizza tray off that we made for dinner and now tonka's like Oh, Tonk no. is in a stare off with Chloe right now. They're literally staring at each other. They're like, Mom's the recording. Yeah, they're like, You did it. Tony's coming up to help. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we had so much fun. Uh, it was like a three day long event. Mm-hmm. Um, there was very little sleeping. So by the right. end, we were in completely delirious. Um, <laughs> But we I were, lo- like, breaking down. At least I was in the airport. Because, like, my flight home was, it was delayed by, like, three hours. Mm-hmm. And then ten minutes later, it was back to its normal time. And just, like, the people that were on the plane with me all saw me cry. Like, <laughs> they were like, it's going to be okay. Like, it was crazy. We yeah. were just sleep deprived. Uh, I mean, we both called out of work that day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely felt sick from, like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I would say, um, while we don't want to talk about any spoilers of the actual content um, and, like, what the mm-hmm. um, show was like, um, I will say it gave me a really great insight and perspective into what it might actually be like to play the game. Yes. 
obviously yes. on a much more fast level. And I think that's something that I didn't fully appreciate until mm-hmm. that weekend was how important the quizzes are yes. and um, really analyzing not only how you are answering previous quizzes, but how other people are mm-hmm. answering quizzes, um, that the quizzes are way more important than I right. thought. Right. Right. They're everything. Yeah. And like that's especially in that type of setting where it wasn't like it was a bigger group of people than what any of the actual celebrity mole versions Mm -hmm. have had. Um, And so like in the beginning, it's just chaos. And knowledge is like this currency where it's like, what do you have written down? Show me your notes. Like Mm -hmm. who was sitting in what order at lunch and like who went first in this challenge? Like you just want so much data so that when you get to the quiz, you at least have all of the options available, Mm -hmm. even if you don't know which way you're going to go. Right. Um, Yeah. Knowledge for the quiz was like the biggest, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like important aspect the whole time. And I was always... So just thinking about my own quiz answers, Mm -hmm. but after the weekend really came to appreciate that uh, a really great strategy is to try to work with people and kind of almost um, know what they are doing on the quiz or what their general game plan is on the quiz. Because in the case that that person gets eliminated or if that person stays, mm-hmm. you now have better understanding like, oh, right. crap, I know they were going for so-and-so and they just right. got eliminated. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. So the That data- was definitely Oof. a key. You know, that definitely happened to multiple people throughout the weekend. I will not say, you know, any names from the cast. But yeah, that was something I think a lot of people were realizing and starting to clue in on and take into account. Um yeah the people it was such a fun interesting group like we just met so many amazing people and we were terrified walking into it we sat in the car in the driveway like we don't know anyone scared (laughs) yeah and they like you know everyone welcomed everyone with open arms and it was like really really fun um Mm -hmm. because how many times can you say like i'm in a room full of people that like love the mole and they want to you know like there is not a lot of people out there but then all of a sudden it was like oh wait there are some and it's growing and it was really cool and the community at large is is crazy and very impressive um so me and you are what we're called quote-unquote first time lrgers which is a live reality gamer but, uh-huh. I mean, many of the people that we were playing with were like, oh, yeah, I've played on three Survivor seasons or ten yeah. Big Brother seasons or what yeah. have you. And so there is a thriving LRG community yeah. um, beyond what we just did. Lots of Survivor, yeah. lots of Big Brother. But, you know, this was a mole one that we participated in. Yeah. Um, and so I highly encourage to, like, check out any of them on YouTube you know, yes. this was the Mole Victory House, but we've like talked back and forth with um, the person who runs the Mole Ohio as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really nice. Like, yeah. you know, definitely. There's like another, there's Big Brother, BB Call, mm-hmm. which I think is Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Um, there's there's Survivor in so many oh different my gosh. regions. Like that seems like it's really everywhere you look. There's probably a Survivor fan That's made. That's the LRG. biggest one. I'm yeah. currently watching. It's like being released right now. Um, Survivor BC um, it's like right. a Canadian one and I'm watching uh-huh. it because two of the people we played yes. the mole with are on that season <laughs> oh my god I need to watch it yeah yeah so fun oh so fun it's really really special it's kind of crazy um, and it's just like one of those things like we left the weekend and like you said we were so tired that I was like I don't think I could do this again and then a day later I was like craving it again mm-hmm. and like the game and the social and just like the challenge and the uniqueness and the like 
kind of um, not escape from every day, but it's just like it was such a fun, different, like don't need to think about anything in regards to like regular life. Oh, no. Um, that I was just like, I want something like that again. Sure. Like I could see myself our, doing one a year. Oh yeah, our phones yeah. were taken away from us. Like it, right. it was, it was very serious. Right. Our phones went immersed. into a bag and they were gone. <laughs> yeah, we were only focused on the game. Um, and it was so good to have you there, Tori. Like, oh my gosh, I do not know. I would have been really even more nervous without you. I don't think I would have been able to like muster up the courage to even fly to North Carolina and like take this chance but I'm so glad we did I mean to be clear I have not seen any of the actual edited footage yet but I feel like our friendship storyline will be a very important storyline all its own yeah (laughs) yeah so apparently this season um what we've heard is that it should be ready to be starting um to release on YouTube in May I think Mm -hmm. May 25th 25th is what we've heard Memorial Day yeah, so we can't wait to watch that. Um, and yeah, we'll do a little bit, um, you know, of like a further recap once all of the content is out there and we can dive into it again. Of course, absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, we'll talk uh, more as it gets released. But in the meantime, you know, look into any of these other series. And I mean, yes. the people that like actually put the work together on production, like, oh my gosh, they're amazing, amazing. lovely humans who work so hard. To make this content and to make you know the players have a fun interesting experience and yeah they it was so great they were so dedicated even just talking about it right now is making me be like i know i'm nostalgic for it already i kind of want to go back Uh, well i think especially just because now we're all obviously uh in quarantine uh i'm going into week six of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just by ourselves in the apartment yeah (laughs) and yeah I think the hardest part is like you can't make plans everything's canceled so it's not even like we can say like oh we have this you know LRG to look forward to I I was I was monitoring the Survivor Philadelphia yes we were as soon as we got back we were like hey there's supposed to be an announcement on Survivor Philadelphia's Facebook page probably announcing their next season so like that is from the previous season it was only like a day long it's in philly and so that would be very easy to do um so we were kind of like our hearts got set on trying to figure out how we could be involved in that but it will come back eventually, it will um, eventually. and when it comes we will be ready and exactly yeah. mm-hmm. exactly uh, we're just mm-hmm. having to get through this crazy time together and what is better than some lighthearted, you know fun with the mole who else would you want to spend time thinking about other than Ahmad Rashad? Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm know, ready to see him again. Yeah. You can only I play. Like, I feel like he was really hitting his stride at the end of Hawaii. Yes. Um, just like being funnier and like smoking bigger and bigger cigars. So yes. I really am excited to see what he is wearing in Yucatan and what he's smoking. Um, yeah. <laughs> It'd be good to have him. <laughs> Same. I cannot wait to see what Amad is smoking. Uh, all right. So I guess we'll start talking about the season. Let's do um, it. So just quick backdrop on Celebrity Mole Yucatan. It's the fourth overall season, but the second celebrity season mm-hmm. uh, of the American version of the mole. Mm-hmm. And it filmed uh, and aired in like January and February 2004. Mm-hmm. So a good 16 wow. years ago. Yeah. It's not a spring chicken. No. No, no, no. No. Um, 
something and now i have not yet watched any of it but right. that after this season the mole was not renewed Oof. That's so ooh. dark detail hanging over yeah. <laughs> every viewing yeah um but it it came back four years later so right and honestly like i i'm not aware of the timing of all of the other international seasons but i kind of feel like they came after the american version so it's like it's not like this season ruined the whole franchise. It was probably just not a good time for. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's all good. It's okay to take a break from things right. and get back to it when you're ready. Four years um, later. <laughs> all right. So um, let's start with our cast assessment. Um, yeah. And our host uh, is Ahmad Rashad again, as we said. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do a deep dive. If you're interested in learning more about Ahmad Rashad and his whole entire backdrop, Listen to the first episode ever of Holy Moly, mm-hmm. um, and that is our cast assessment of uh, the Hawaii cast enema. Right, right. Yeah, we go into detail on him there. Um, our first cast member is also from Celebrity uh, Mole Hawaii, so we also will not go into a deep dive on him, but we'll do a quick recap. It's Corbin Burnson. Back, if baby. You, if you listened or watched Hawaii... Um, you know him. He is probably the like craziest theorist from mm-hmm. the season. He was constantly coming up with these like theories about lines in the sand and how it's spelled Arliss in a certain way and um, you know, like shapes of things on tables. He was just like constantly eyeing every detail. Um, he was super committed to the game, but he was eliminated third. Mm-hmm. So he didn't go very far i mean it was a small cast but he didn't go very far um my biggest takeaway on him is that his gameplay was so specific that we will know if he's the mole this time because i don't feel like he would be able to act the same way Mm -hmm. and be the mole yeah um i don't know yeah i'm excited to see him though he lost his mind in a way in hawaii that you can't fake like, yes, that, that was so real. <laughs> yeah. You can't be convinced of all of these things that he was convinced of. Um, the only other thing I feel like I want to say about him is that he and again, we go into this deeply on the first episode, but he has the biggest snow globe collection in the world. Um, <laughs> and I was curious, Tori, if you had any snow globe updates on what we had tried to mail to him. <sighs> No, Jackie, we oh, don't no. have any snow globe updates. It's sad, no. um, but it's okay. Uh, Things take time. Yeah, exactly. Things Snail take time. Mail. And maybe I'll follow up. Yeah, follow up. <laughs> I, I did reach out to him on Instagram and did not hear back. But uh, I'm going to follow up with the guy who actually wrote the blog. Good idea. And now is probably a good time. I feel like people are kind of in catch-up mode being home. Yes. Um, yeah, great. Um, my mole ability that I will give him. Like on a scale of one to ten? One to ten, how much I think he could be the mole. Um, I put a one. Yeah. I think they probably saw how taxing mentally the first season was on him. And they were like, if we give him the responsibility of being the mole, like he will break. He will blow it up. Yeah. Um, I think like if he had been maybe a little cooler about his theories in season one or you know season three Hawaii I think he has the ability to be a good mole like he seems like he's 
kind of smart and kind of a good actor. But yeah, he he's just, no like, dummy. Yeah, he just got so obsessed with it, though. And now that we've seen his gameplay, like, I think it's too risky to now make a returning player the mole. Yeah, no, I fully agree we, with that. Yeah. And I think that goes really well with our next cast right. mate who is also returning from yeah. Hawaii um they could not get enough is Stephen Baldwin oh my god we got our two stars back yeah I mean it Stephen coming back makes sense because he was television gold um but yeah he also didn't do well he had an exemption for the first round so he was safe and then he was eliminated the next episode um and so not great that he was eliminated basically the first chance that he had um and you know i think that he in hawaii likely didn't understand much about um Mm -hmm. the mole at all and Mm -hmm. so he was just there for a good time And I think that now he at least had some initial exposure. And I think through hopefully watching his season back on television, we'll um, have a bit more understanding. Because, I mean, he, like, didn't really take many notes. He was kind of, like, just there to pal around. Yeah. Um, And so if he wants to try, maybe he'll do a little better. Right. Um, Yeah, he's like that student where it's like, if you applied yourself, you could be really great. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, um, also, I'm cracking up because I'm remembering before we were going to film the mole, the fan-made mole, um, Victory House, you and I were texting, and it was because it was like a few days before it started, and you were texting me being like, are you the mole? Would you tell me right? if you were the mole? Like, you were you were freaking out. And then we had already fig- um, we had um, assessed that you were going to be the Corbin Burnson, and I was going to be the Stephen Baldwin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that like you were going to just mentally get too insane with it and I was likely going to like just like have a good time not be serious enough yes yes and who's to say that might have been the roles (laughs) we fell into we'll have to see how the edit shapes up um but oh my god yeah it was it was a lot leading up to it Yes. Um, I can see why Corbin Burnson has lost his mind yeah yeah. no I I have much more respect for him now (laughs) I think it's like I want to play like Stephen Baldwin and have a good time, right. but I do play like Corbin Burnson and I lose my mind. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, Stephen, again, on a scale of one to ten, if I think he is the mole, I'm going to go mm. one again. I mean, yeah. and for the exact same reasons that he wasn't the mole in Hawaii is right. that production cannot trust him to handle that responsibility, exactly. like that responsibility. He's silly and fun and i think they're bringing him back just because he was cut short last season and they want just more content from him um which i'm excited for uh but in terms of being the mole no way yeah same oh man i'm i just got really excited to like see him and corbin brinson again (laughs) do you think they'll buddy up and be alliances i don't know because they kind of they kind of fought a lot in their first season just like physically they would punch each other at points yeah Um, but but i think they'll probably have the veteran friendship yeah it it felt like they were fighting but like in a way that they were both in on the joke right right that's true they're like this will be this will make the cut yeah um okay so our next one uh so we're done with the returning players and again you can go listen to much more about them in our cast assessment of it's worth it's worth a listen (laughs) because there is especially corbin and steven there was a lot to talk about yeah (laughs) there's a lot to their lives 
Um, speaking of someone who's a lot, uh, the next player is Dennis Rodman. Oh my gosh. And I'll just say he's probably the person you know the most about from the rest of the people that we're going to talk about. Like he's the biggest name. Yeah. I would fully you, agree because when yeah. we like we just split the cast, um, you mm-hmm. know, Jackie did one. I did one. Jackie did one. Mm-hmm. I did one. And I realized afterwards, I was like, <laughs> oh, I gave Jackie a full on homework assignment by <laughs> telling her to do an assessment like, of Dennis Rodman. I could have just done Dennis Rodman. Yeah. And you could have taken everyone yeah. and it would have been comparable. Yeah. He has, yeah. <laughs> he has a lot going on, uh-huh. uh, which I'm really excited to see because uh, I've seen now like YouTube clips of him and I've read so much about him. And I'm just like, what is this man going to be like playing the mole? Like, I would never pick Dennis Rodman to play the mole. Right. Um, But I'll back up. So um, you probably know him. He is a retired professional basketball player. Um, But more lately, you probably know him from like things like the mole and just being in the news, not necessarily for like basketball anymore. Yes. Um. So he played for a lot of different teams. Um, he was okay. nicknamed. What? I just love whenever me and you have to talk about a cast person. We're like <laughs> that did sports. We're like, um, they were played yeah. for many teams. He played on a team. Yeah, many, <laughs> many good points. <laughs> like, they played games, and he won some, and he lost some. Uh, he was good, from what I yeah, hear. From what I could get a quick <laughs> he was understanding. Famous of. for sports. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like. Yeah, the details are, you know, you can read about it. Um, yeah, we're not here to talk about sports. So I have, like, kind of a lot of things, and this will be somewhat chronological. Okay. Um, one first tidbit is that Rodman himself has said that he is the oldest of 47 children. <laughs> I don't know, like, from I don't the know. same mother and father? There were no more details. <laughs> I know. took it at face value. <laughs> I believe him. <laughs> He's the oldest? Yeah, that's what he said. Wow. I mean, so. wait, how old is he? Um, At the time of filming, he was 41, so he must so, be almost 60 now. That yeah. means, though, that he had more than one sibling born per year. Yeah, twins, you know. <laughs> Even triplets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was probably multiple parents. Yeah. That's not physically yeah. possible. It's just yeah. the math there doesn't Good add call. up. I can always count on you to fact check. Um, And so, you know, classic underdog story. In high school, he wasn't even tall enough for the basketball team. He got benched. um, And after graduation, he worked as an airport janitor and stole about 50 watches from the airport. Again, Um, self-reported? I think his friend uh, phoned him in. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, yeah, like, you know, went to jail, all that stuff. Um, at 19, he was homeless. And at that point he had a growth spurt. And after that is when his basketball career started taking off. So it's like he lived a whole life before even being eligible to be a basketball player. Wow. Yeah. Um, so in the nineties is like when he started to really launch into the limelight as being like a really, really great basketball player. Yes. Um, and I think we have a very short clip um, of him mm-hmm. on the David Letterman show, just kind of like selling himself that like he's more than just a basketball player. Yes. Love that. OK, here he is. <laughs> I'm a good ball player. People just don't understand that I'm smart and intelligent. 
So, yeah, just a short little, you know, statement mm-hmm. from Dennis. Right. Um, I one like thing that. I'll say, yeah, yeah. People don't understand that I'm smart and intelligent. And it made me think of Eric Von Detten. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, a new golden boy. He has it all. <laughs> He's like, I'm not just a pretty boy. I'm not just a surfer. Yeah. I'm not just a math whiz. Yeah. Like, I I'm am, all of it. <laughs> I am a market researcher. Yes. We're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Beyond that, he was also a ladies man. He dated Madonna. Um, but he said he dumped her because she wanted to get married and have his baby. But he wanted to avoid being perceived as, like, piggybacking off of her fame. Huh. It's all shrouded in confusion. Like, people don't know who to believe in this. There are rumors that he bribed her $20 million to have his baby and that she said no. (laughs) So it's kind of like he said she said, like, his take. Yeah, exactly. That so, is the exact opposite of what he's telling the public. Exactly. Yeah. So this is kind of like, and this actually, I think the $20 million thing was, I found it somewhere from only like a couple years ago. Like people are still mm-hmm. talking about like what happened with Madonna and Dennis Rodman. I will say just from the short amount that you've shared so far, <laughs> I can tell that he's not afraid to go big on his story. I mean, maybe they're uh-huh. not lies, but let's say if these aren't the truth, Stories. that he's not afraid to go there. <laughs> um, he's like, yeah, I have 50 siblings. Yeah, yeah, Madonna wanted my baby. Like, I appreciate the boldness. I think you're on to something, Tori. I think he is one of those people that no matter what they say, you're kind of like, huh, that's extreme. Right. Like, how can <laughs> everything be so extreme? Right. Um. One other extreme thing, um, he he wore, you probably have seen, like, this picture of him, Dennis Rodman, in a wedding dress to promote, like, a book that he wrote, an autobiography about himself, and he was claiming that that day he was marrying himself. He was in, like, oh. a bride's dress. Um, huh. Yeah, so I feel like he's done, like, publicity stunts and things like <laughs> yeah. that, but it's also, like, maybe that's just him being genuine. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's and then oof, that's just yeah. fascinating. All right, yeah, and that made me just do like a quick search on like, can you actually marry yourself? <laughs> Is that like a legal thing that people right? Honor? Um, and it's not illegal. Like nothing in the law says you can't, but nothing legitimately honors it. Like nothing is. Yeah, there's no like you know system or institution that acknowledges that that is a legitimate right. marriage like do you file your taxes jointly yeah like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um and then last of like the relationship stuff he married carmen electra huh. in the late 90s um they got divorced he had another marriage um he retired from basketball in 2000 he got a dui he's been to rehab and then shortly after the rehab stint is when he started like really focusing on reality shows. And the first one I traced in his I, his IMDb, the <laughs> first one of all of this chain was The Mole. No way, really? Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm like oh. so excited. Yeah. I like I didn't I know that he did other reality shows, but I assumed that this was later on. Yeah, no. Like oh. this was the first one. And I love that we're getting same. to see his I'm first. Like, how did he find this? How did he get cast? Yeah. But he definitely seems like, you know, if someone offered it to him, he was probably just like, Yeah, I'll do that. Like, right. That sounds fun. He seems like he'll do anything, honestly. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. super down to do anything. Um so later after this he did like Love Island. He did British Celebrity Big Brother, not the U.S. version. He did the British version, <laughs> which is I don't Does know it. why. Yeah, that's like um, Russell Hands doing Australian Survivor. Exactly. We're like, Ooh. <laughs> it's like, uh, we're really not desperate, but yeah. I'll watch. Um, and so the next clip we have from him is him, uh, like his intro, sort of to Big Brother. Um, he really doesn't seem to know much about the show before he's going in. I love that. Okay, let's hear it. Dennis Rodman is an all-time American basketball legend. He famously dated Madonna, married Carmen Electra, and became the most talked about cross-dresser in American sporting history. What do I know about Big Brother? Not a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) How many people in the house? (laughs) Do we leave the house at all? How many girls? Three weeks without having sex. That's bullshit. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. He was that the whole clip? Uh yeah, there's a second one from Big okay. Brother, but I think it can just I think we can roll right into that because okay. it's just kind of like the same, yeah, later. Let's on. roll in. Yeah. Uh, as long as they got some attractive girls that uh they got any beer there. Can you drink beer? <laughs> Alcohol? Oh shit, we're gonna have a good time then. Oh yeah. <laughs> This could be a wonderful thing to see me on that show <laughs> because I will be a mother <laughs> shit. Amazing. Yeah. So that really makes me per- like wonder how prepared he was for the mole. If like this right. Big Brother's like his later on show and he doesn't even know about it and it was popular. Yeah. So I'm excited. Oh, like, yeah. I hope he doesn't flame out like uh, Stephen Baldwin then because I, I feel like he could be super entertaining, but I'm nervous about how much uh, yeah. knowledge he's bringing in. But he's smart and intelligent. That's so true. It'll be okay. He's both of them. Not just smart, he's not both. just intelligent. Yeah. Both. He's got um, that's um, so fun. I also love that you yeah. couldn't even hear the interviewers' like reactions, but you just know like what they're saying based on his responses. Right. He's like, we can drink. Oh, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, shit, we're going to have a real good time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I loved that. Um, and later on, he was on Celebrity Apprentice. Like, he's done every reality game show. Um, and then I do want to play another clip from mm-hmm. Celebrity Apprentice. Um, I'll set the scene a little bit. And also keep your ears peeled for a familiar face and voice in this clip. <laughs> um, so to set the scene, Dennis Rodman's on a team. He's the project manager that week, um, which – I used to watch The Apprentice. I don't remember like too much, but you're basically like the lead and you're more accountable that mm-hmm. week if you're the project manager. Um, and they've just presented one of their projects, which is called Simply Melania, referencing Donald Trump's wife. Um, and they have a framed portrait of their presentation, but they've made uh, a spelling mistake on the board. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. Is that spelled wrong? Yes. How do you spell Melania? M-A. Wow. 
all fairness, Stephen, you picked it up to what I see faster than anybody. Right. I didn't even notice that. Did you? I, I never saw it. It's right there. I mean, wow. It's not good. In terms of negatives, um... You know what? It doesn't matter. Dennis, look, I can go into a long, big thing. I can talk about they didn't like the color, they didn't like this, they didn't like that. The fact is, you spelled her name wrong. Mm. So, Dennis, you lost. Of course. Yeah, that's a key word. He said, I read it before I send it to the printers. That's not my fault. He supposed to understand, say, Mr. Robin, project manager, is this spell right? Is this right? You just said you read it before you send it to the printers. Oof. Oof. So that uh, familiar voice, did you recognize it, Tori? Uh, I would recognize <laughs> Stephen Baldwin anywhere. <laughs> so it's just so funny. There's so much crossover at this point it's between crazy. the celebrities and there's going to be more Donald Trump, unfortunately, later on in this episode, um, because so many of this cast like has a weirdly right. loose connection or was literally on Celebrity Apprentice and knows Donald Trump. You know what? It's so weird because like when we were filming the family mole, it was like everyone was like so connected. Oh, like we filmed this Survivor season together. We filmed yeah. this season together. And that's what it is in real life, too. It's, it's like these people just make careers out of filming these shows. I kind of want to do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> that truly like wild. Um, right. So this would be after their time together on. Right. OK, that's interesting because yes. they were obviously in the clip that you just played were on opposite teams. And Stephen basically threw Dennis under the bus of exactly. saying you smell you spelled Melania wrong. Yes, exactly. Good I wonder I wonder what point. that if that is it, that telling. Right. Is that coming from some sort of clashing? It could be. Who knows? It could be. I will say, you know, we saw Stephen Baldwin get a little hot headed. Yes. In the past, just like passionate, you know, like he, mm -hmm. he cared about like if things were explained correctly, if mm -hmm. they weren't, he would get upset. Um, and I don't feel like Dennis Rodman is the calmest of people. Like he's he's a lot, but he's he's got like allegations out there. I'll just say it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, things could come to a head in right. the season. We don't know. Ooh, um, I'm now like gonna keep my eyes gonna be an, for sure. You want to see a Dennis Steven interaction? Yeah. And what a sick world that that's the president. Um, you know yeah. that the that our president is current also in this world. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> so. very strange, right? Like if there was someone in the world that should be the president, like why not Anderson Cooper? Like right. why not? If like, we're gonna pick someone from this world, <laughs> even Stephen Baldwin. Uh, like honestly, oh, no. Um. Uh, Okay, so uh, the more recent update after, like, Celebrity Apprentice, all that stuff, is that now he has started to get more, like, international exposure. Um, he has lived, like, ten lifetimes. He really has. He's very, uh, like, prolific. Yeah. Um, most recently, I'll just come out and say it, Dennis Rodman is, like, best friends with Kim Jong-un now. <laughs> I'll um, just come out and say it. I I'll don't just, know. How you might to already know. This. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I think it's one of those things I've heard. But um, he has like interviews upon interviews of like him talking about their friendship and defending mm -hmm. how much of a like cool guy Kim Jong Un <laughs> is and how they hang out together. Um, they are friends. And 
if you're wondering what they do together, um, that's we have exactly a clip what I'm for wondering. That. Yeah, we can play that clip. Okay. We laugh. We sing karaoke. We do a lot of cool things together. And we ride horses. We hang out. We go skiing. got a lot of time on his hands yeah right you wouldn't think he'd be spending a lot of time with dennis rodman on all of those casual activities but he it's, makes the time for it when it's important yeah i mean it seems like if they genuinely are doing all of those activities like singing karaoke and going horseback riding and going skiing that does sound like they're best friends right. like that's not casual no. we've met once or twice that is it's intimate. like we, go, we do this recurring, like, right. yeah, we have a standing. I wonder, I wonder if they talk politics or if it's just, like, vibing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just vibing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like Dennis Rodman now has tried to take it back to, like, yeah. he's now an advocate for right. Kim Jong-un and, like, to Trump mm-hmm. and, like, Trump to Kim Jong-un type. Right. Like, he's this weird, like, mediator right. Right. And he well, should not be, but he is. It's <laughs> like, terrifying that Trump, as the president, was like, I need somebody to help me negotiate with the leader of North Korea. Yes. And he was like, let me call on my good friend Dennis Rodman, <laughs> who I filmed Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice with. Like, I know just the person. Uh, yeah. The man. Yeah, he found his perfect role. Oh, God, it's um, sick. It's crazy. And those are, you know, like, there's so much out there about him, but those I felt like were the highlights. Um, there's one final clip, which is uh, spoken from Martha Stewart at Love. the roast of Bruce Willis. And it's just kind of like a nice little summation of Dennis Rodman. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Dennis Rodman, where do I begin? If you had told me back in the 90s that Dennis Rodman would be negotiating a nuclear arms agreement in 2018, I would have said... Dennis Rodman is alive in 2018. <laughs> like, Martha uh, Stewart's funny. Yeah, love what she's done with her life. Seriously, I wish she was on one of these. She, it feels we, like she would fit right in at this point. She really would. She's one of them. Um, uh, and then, mole ability, I put a five. Because mm-hmm. I felt like... He kind. I feel like he'll probably play the game the same way, whether he's the mole or not. He's such a, like, I do whatever I want, and this mm-hmm. is the way I live, and he'll just kind of, like, float right through as himself one way or the other mm-hmm. is just, like, the sense I get. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think five is a fair assessment because, you know, in things that make me think he wouldn't be the mole is just the unpredictability aspect yeah. of like you don't know how he's gonna act and say if like right. they needed him to do something i could see him just being like no i'm not doing that that's true but in the same breath he's like not afraid to go there clearly like right. and really put out some crazy scheme so yeah yeah it's true he would be a liability for mm-hmm. sure he would so be a really fun lower mole. yeah he would be like if he could pull that off that would be pretty surprising yeah yeah, so that's um, all I got on Oh my gosh, Jackie, Dennis. thank you for that epic <laughs> You're so book report. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, you really took on the front of the work there. <laughs> it took a lot of whittling down of yeah. like what is the best yeah. to show of him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, uh. Okay, so we can move on, and I can assure you that the <laughs> the next contestants will probably equal up to the same amount of time that it took to sure. Dennis Rodman. Um, but moving on, our next person that we're going to talk about is Tracy Gold. Mm-hmm. Um, she is currently 50 years old, so she was like 33 at the time of filming. Um, and she is an actress and a child star. Um, mm-hmm. So most notably, you would know her from being – uh, in Growing Pains, she was Carol Seaver. Yeah. Um, and she, I never really watched Growing Pains, but oh, obviously I, I know it. of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she was I like still the. Love it. I remember. She her. was like the yeah. nerdy like sister. Um. Yeah. She was smart. Yeah. 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 Um. So, you know, she was in a bunch of other things too. Like she was in uh like the teen prom movie Dance Till Dawn. She was obviously. a child star through and through. Right. Um, right from right. a very young age. Um. So. I mean, she actually has, like, a bit of a dark, like, sort of yeah. um, story. I mean, it all works out positively, but you can imagine, like, being a child star, um, yeah. just, like, things are crazy because of the amount yeah. of tension on you as a child. Um, she, like, had a very intense and public struggle with anorexia. Um, like, she was diagnosed at the age of 11, and it basically, <sighs> like, spawned, she said, because in Growing Pains, like, they would – write scenes where like her brothers or people were making fun of her for being fat oh and she God. was like okay well if you're writing that then that must be true oh because I play Carol <laughs> I play Carol right Seaver, it's so me the joke is Carol Seaver is fat than I am and so like she oh. um really basically missed a lot of the um final season of it because she was like in treatment um for it so i mean she did like come back for the finale and stuff but she was like mia for a hot minute dealing with that um so i didn't pull any sound clips just because it it was like dark i was like uh i respect like her um struggle with this but um but i mean on the plus side she's now recovered and she does really um she does like different speaking engagements for young women about the dangers of um eating disorders um So she definitely, like, has come out of the other side of the tunnel right. from it. That's um, great. Yeah, but she – so she definitely has some life experience. Um, she's married with four kids. Um, like, four boys. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, and so, like, she's been with, like, her husband. She met him when she was, like, 20 or something. So, oh. like, oh yeah, I-, I would say for being a child star, she comes across as, like, very grounded good yeah yeah yeah. um and she did she did have a dui arrest in 2004 um but a while ago yeah and she wait and that was right around this season though it was was like oh three yeah so kind of dark um i will say though you know and she she doesn't skirt around the subject like she has talked about it um because Mm -hmm. her kids were in the car with her (gasps) when it happened and like one of her kids like you know like broke their clavicle or something like so she she's come out and like talked about it and how horrified she was right she's learned etc um so i i really respect her for you know kind of owning things that have happened to her um again Um, i'm rooting for her yeah 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 Yeah, that's tough i didn't pull any audio clips again because i was (laughs) like like i don't know (laughs) it's not funny material yeah, yeah like, no we need nothing to funny about it the seriousness uh, yeah. super serious but again I will say she seems grounded um and I almost feel like now that she is married and with four kids a lot of the things that she's been putting out more recently post mole um are mm-hmm. really like wholesome 
um, in Good. 2008, um, she hosted a show on TLC called Secret Life of a Soccer Mom. Oh, and um, it sounds cute, but it's also kind of weird. It's a reality show that would take like stay at home moms and show them what their lives could have been like if they chose to pursue their careers. And then so she would like give like the woman like um, like a week or so of like being a fashion designer. And then at the end of the week that the mom could either choose to continue living a dual of just being a stay-at-home mom or living a dual life of like I'm gonna do this career now but oh my god I have so many questions about that show <laughs> I need to check it out like, yeah and I, I scoured, how are they gonna yeah I, I mean I watched a little bit of it um yeah. and I didn't love it <laughs> just because it a was like I don't know I just feel like t- telling any mom whether or not that her life's not fulfilling because she does or doesn't have a career when she's trying to just do the best she can um raise her family it's a mood very 2008 yes Um, and simultaneously i'm also just like you make it seem so easy to be like now i'm gonna give you a successful career like this that's what my questions are about to be i was like how do they actually transition to that career like tracy just hooks them up yeah it's like no now you need to go to school and pay for all this stuff and get an internship and like like you can't just like start like yes go for your dreams like of course like you can make anything happen you know hopefully with to a degree right Um, but it's also like like, what do you mean you can just start this dual life yeah it's almost minimizing like the hard part of trying to work and be a mom it's like no the whole hard part is like trying to get those opportunities right like Like, it's not all or nothing like oh i'm giving up on that career or i'm like now starting this like job it's like okay i'm gonna try to make my life you know somewhere in the middle maybe with both um oh my god yeah interesting but cool i don't think it was on for that long um in 2012 um again reality these people in the reality shows you just they can't get enough and i could see it now that we did one i see it it. (laughs) i'm hooked they're fun Um, she, she, um, she was on an episode of Celebrity Wife Swap. Um, oh. so she swapped with Carney Wilson. Um, and, uh, it was fun. She was like <laughs> the, um, more like organized, like anal mom. And then right. Carney was like the free spirited, like no rules mom. Right. Um, and so, you know, I didn't watch the full episode. I skimmed through it, but it, it was just mostly like, wholesome content of her learning to be a little more loose right. but also that structure is good right again she's just like a wholesome Classic. mom at this point um and you know a- in regards to what she's up to now like she is posting on like instagram and facebook and twitter like really just cute like pictures of her family mother's day memes nice, like nice um Love she it. posted recently she went to cryo she tried cryotherapy recently oh, so did I, you yeah, I was like, Same. <laughs> like are you gonna be friends with tracy gold yeah. um yeah cryotherapy didn't do it for me other than mm-hmm. being like really cold for like a few minutes and then i was like awake for like an hour yeah that's so, pretty good awfully not, expensive not for worth like it that. yeah <laughs> yeah uh i was like just give me a red bull exactly um she she's active on twitter like she live tweets oh. the bachelor and big brother like so oh, she fun. yeah 
it seems like someone that would be really easy to get along with and talk to um because we i'm just like yes tracy like you like all the same stuff i do i'm vibing yes um love that and so i know i said that i didn't pull any audio clips from like a lot of this stuff just because right. I don't know it just like felt disrespectful almost yeah. sure, um, sure, sure. but I didn't want to leave our assessment of Tracy without any sort of Hear audio clip voice. so yeah. I yeah exactly um so I have one thing that um I I'm pulling and we'll okay. play that now great hi Jackie your friend Tori told me about your podcast called holy moly <laughs> about the celebrity mole which I happen to be on Stay tuned to see how I do. It was a lot of fun and what memories it was. Pay close attention. Bye. Oh my <laughs> God, Tori. I love that. You, oh my God. I can't even yeah. fathom what just happened. Because, okay, so before this, like weeks ago when we were prepping, because yeah. we prepped these notes and then as we said, like we kind of took a break because of just the world and uh-huh. needing to kind of research. Um, and Tori, you were like, oh, I have a surprise for yeah. you. I've been waiting. Oh, my God. I need to know what that just was. Like, where did you reach just, out to her? you know what Cameo is? Yes, it was that. Yes, I went oh through Cameo. God. I booked her for, like, 25 bucks. I was like, hey, oh Tracy. <laughs> like, um, That and is amazing, I mean, Tori. what's amazing is that now she knows about our podcast. She knows that we're doing this. That is yeah. so sweet. Oh, my God. I love her even yeah. more. More now yeah <gasps> i know i Did feel you, i feel personally attached now i feel so invested in her i <laughs> yeah. hope she does well how did okay like when did this come to your mind of like i'm gonna reach out to her um it started when i was doing my research just because i was like oh i don't really like any of these like youtube clips whatever right. and i was like but she's really sweet and like i want to get something and then oh i just was like you know what maybe she's on cameo and she oh was God. that is genius mm-hmm. i will say and i'm and don't get disappointed but corbin bernson is also on cameo but his oh. is a hundred dollars oh Lord. i think like though maybe one time we'll chip as a gift to yeah. each other oh 100 percent, i would do that it's like because, our birthdays are coming up we could split it yeah like he did my gift to you yeah yeah he didn't follow up to my instagram message but like we have a guaranteed way to get in touch so. yes like we are paying him to yeah. talk to us oh my god that was so fun yeah i'll send I you the full video like offline but yes. um it's because it's yeah. vi- video in addition to audio obviously oh my god, we have to like share that somewhere like okay. on our we need like a Twitter account yeah. or like Instagram or something just for holy moly. Yeah. Um, uh, that was great. Thank it's you. It's really, I, so obviously now Thanks, I'm personally Tracy. attached. Yeah. <laughs> I'm personally attached to Tracy Gold. I got um, a vibe and it yeah, was she's, true. She's our girl. Um, uh, that was a thrill. Yeah. Um, in terms of molability, uh, I'm honestly going to say a three. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a four. Uh, mostly just because I think she's like too innocent mm-hmm. i just don't think she has it in her to be like that um kind of to handle the stress of like being the person that has to deceive i think that right. she would feel bad about it right um right. and not that i don't think she's like intelligent enough or capable enough but i just think she would genuinely like not feel good and be sad about right. like lying and she came she overcame like so much real real like mm-hmm pain and like issues as a younger actress and like 
I just think like maybe maybe it's not like the healthiest choice for her to have to have a stressful role. Right. Right. Um yeah, let her just like play the game even though that's stressful too, but yeah. um yeah. Um cool. that's Tracy. Ah, uh, love Tracy. Love her. She's truly a favorite now. <laughs> um okay, so next up we have Keisha Knight Pulliam. Cool. Um, I do know her. Yes. So she was Rudy Huxtable on The Cosby Show. Um, and she was on Tyler Perry's House of Pain. Um, otherwise, again, like the rest of her latest credentials are reality shows, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm here for. Yeah. Once you get a taste, you cannot it's stop. It's addicting. <laughs> <laughs> um, she won a celebrity edition of The Weakest Link and fear factor oh that's impressive i wonder what kind of like stuff she had to do on fear factor yeah so i was looking for clips from her fear factor episode um but nothing was really like you know audio clippable funny or like didn't feel like it really like was worth it um but she had to like she was in like a a water tank and had to like collect things with all these like fish and things around her and then she had to like drive a like monster truck across other cars and then like yeah she had some like weird things i mean Um, that's cool that's badass that's your one fear factor exactly so i like her track record Mm -hmm. um however she was also in a season of celebrity apprentice my god and she was the first one out um and then what we will spend a little bit of time on was she was also on the first season of the American Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. Um, yes. And so this was in 2018. Ooh, very recently. Yes, very recent. And then I just wanted to tie it back to Dennis Rodman. So this was the first season of Celebrity Big Brother in America, 2018. Mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman was on the fourth season of British Celebrity Big Brother in like 2006 or something wow 2006 America's or 2008 late. yeah so that took me by surprise because i feel right. like big brother's been such a thing here and i didn't yeah. realize celebrity was so late yeah dang yeah i did not realize that either it's like they were like huh we have a great new novel idea here right make it celebrity um so when again similar to dennis rodman going on big brother she didn't know a ton beforehand Um, And we have a clip of her from one of her pre-show interviews. Um, I'll just say, like, the interviewer was so, uh, like, she was, like, digging for things. Mm -hmm. And Keisha seems like a very nice person. Like, similar to Tracy, she just seems like a nice, you know, like, she was also a child actress. She's kind of been through a lot. Right. Um, You know, like, dealing with Bill Cosby and things like that. And, um. She seems very grounded and calm and level-headed, and she had just had a baby um, before this interview was taking place. And the interviewer was like, are you looking for a showmance? Like, are you into, like, that drama? And she just, like, kept trying to get Keisha to bite on, like, drama things, and Keisha was just not, like... like, I'm an adult. Yeah, exactly. The the person interviewing her was, like, a child. Um, But Keisha didn't know a lot about Big Brother, and the interviewer was explaining some things to her okay let's listen it's kind of like hard to explain not really okay so pretty much all backdoor means is 
your so you know what head of household means? Mm -hmm. yes. They put two people on the block. Did you know? What oh, I've seen that. Yeah. So backdoor usually means the two people on the block is who the HOH they don't want those two people going home. Uh -huh. So backdoor means you're the replacement option and you're actually going home. So it's okay. called the backdoor. Got it. So you don't want any of that in your don't life while that. you're in the house. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I love her just tone of voice, like exactly. Mm -hmm. That's uh -huh. what I liked. Like she was just like, "Thank you for that." Cause yeah, like it was seductive. Yeah, the interviewer was like, I don't know, like almost condescending in a way. Like you don't right. know this stuff about Big Brother. Like right. And I just loved how she was explaining it because it was still so like jargony about Big Brother that it was like I didn't understand what she was saying and it yeah. reminded me <laughs> I was, I'm looking at you like <laughs> yeah. Jackie I uh, feel like you connect right now I could yes we connect to Keisha in that moment because this is not a spoiler but um one of the challenges in the mole had to do with some elements of Big Brother the game mm -hmm. that we played um and Tori and I were probably the only people in the whole cast that hadn't watched big brother yeah so we were just like what does this mean what does that mean and everyone was explaining it and as soon as i saw that keisha clip i was like i feel like brought right back i like, wish we were as gracious as keisha yes. probably was like we were like huh what was like, i wish I don't instead we were just like thank you for that uh-huh thank mm -hmm. you for that <laughs> yeah i know oh, um, if only i could have the grace exactly i know so yeah i feel like she she has like reality show experience mm -hmm. she's won some she's lost some but she does seem gracious and like down to earth um so when she did go on big brother she had a tough time like i said she had just had a baby yeah, um i think it was hard. her first yeah so she was like missing them obviously um and she connected a lot with um omarosa Mm. again of the white house again um, so that's where we're gonna this will be the last it kind of reference to him that i know yeah um she had such a tough time that at one point um she was actually pleading to be evicted she didn't want to stay um and so we have a clip from that so i actually don't sad. even remember if it's funny i hope there's some funny element <laughs> sorry if there's not but it's okay let's listen <laughs> Guys, first I want to say thank you, and I so appreciate each and every one of you. And normally this is a plea to stay, but oh, I've, I've fought very hard in this game, and I really wanted to compete and to be here with you all, but the truth of the matter is my breast milk has continued to deplete since I've been here, and there's nothing more important than my baby. <laughs> so I apologize, but please use whatever ounce of passion you have to send me home and i appreciate it okay it's not funny at now all now i it's remember so why i pulled it <laughs> it's so sad but i'm loving that like in my head if that was me and i fully fully understand totally. i just would have gone with like the emotional like i just had a baby and it's really hard for me to be away yes. but instead she's like i'm going to get physiological <laughs> It's just pure anatomy. My breast milk is dry. <laughs> no, I'm, I think uh, the only reason I felt okay pulling that in and laughing about it was that, like, every comment on YouTube was also just like, haha, that 
those words made me laugh like it's not about her it's like it's an unexpected like reference to just breast milk that like catches you off guard and it's funny because of that i fully understand but but i just she went the science route instead of just like let me go i have a baby yes and they let her go so her arguments worked good oh my god but she was up against (laughs) Sorry. She was up against um, Omarosa in oh. that eviction. Oh, my gosh. So um, before we go into the final clip on Keisha, which is actually Omarosa, um, there apparently was a limited or there was an alcohol restriction on Big Brother at the time. Does Dennis since- Rodman know? No. <laughs> well, I guess that didn't apply because it's different countries. Okay. So it's like maybe different franchises okay. behind the rules. Um, so apparently this is taken directly from Big Brother Phantom Wiki. Um, since Big Brother 2, so the second season of U.S., um, the knife to the throat incident, the producers have limited the house guests with how much alcohol they could consume inside the house. However, for the first time, producers had lifted the ban for this season that Keisha was mm. on after believing that the celebrity house guests could play more to the vest. Huh? Uh, I don't know. Adding to the fact that Omarosa could spill intel from the White House. <sighs> so they removed the alcohol restriction so that she would start getting drunk Talk. and talking shit about Trump. Wow. Um. Okay, a few things there. Yeah. <laughs> the first is that um, and I, again, know nothing about Big Brother. Right. But I like the fact that they're calling the first incident the knife to the throat incident. It's like yeah. a name of something that you genuinely want to cover up. But like those <laughs> no. literal words that you're presenting to me only allow me to imagine one thing. And it's, it's not good. Not good. <laughs> like, no. Like just say the incident or something if you're trying to just be coy. Just that season. Yeah, like you don't need to literally paint me that picture where now I'm like sick and yeah. worried. Like, and again, I know nothing about the actual yeah. incident, but now I'm upset. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Second, that's crazy. I though. know. I know. They were like, it's Let's- really crazy. It Honestly, this season, I kind of want to watch the Keisha Celebrity Big Brother season. Like, this just seems like there were a lot of interesting tidbits and people. Um, uh, So anyway, um, Omarosa continued going through the season. um, And she started to, like, open up more to the house guests. She was drinking and She was drinking. They didn't have that restriction anymore. Um, and so I know this clip isn't of Keisha, um, but I just want to play this moment from um, Omarosa having a heart to heart with Ross Matthews. Oh, love him. About, yeah, yeah, about some of her time like in the White House and just her outlook on Trump. Okay. It's a little dark, but it's funny. I was haunted by tweets every single day, every single day. Like, what is he going to tweet next? This is not something that I feel good about. The former insider opening up to her housemates and warning them about the future of their country. We are worried, but I need you to say no, it's going to be okay. Okay. No, it's going to not be okay. It's not. It's bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's dark. That is so dark. Highly recommend you watch that YouTube video, Haunted by Tweets Every Day. Um, <laughs> she, like, in her face, she is, like, crying. Shaking. It's dark. It's crazy. Um, oh, I mean, it's not telling me anything I 
don't right. know to be true, but that's it's the still issue. terrifying yeah. to hear the tremor in her voice. That's of, the issue, yeah. Like, Ross Matthews is all of us in that moment where he was like, I need you to tell me it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's going to not be okay. <laughs> He's just, oh, like, in his face, no. like, fuck. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. That's wild. Um, also, just thinking again about the fact that they lifted the alcohol ban for this sole purpose. I love that they openly admitted it was to get just specifically right. Amarosa to open up. I like, wonder... Yeah, like, was it like, we will pay you more if you give us this amount of info or airtime of talking about Trump? So she's like, I'll drink up. Like, yeah. Oh, that's <sighs> wholly terrifying. Yeah. It would be fun if it was like just a reality show, haha, but it's not. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, ha, whoa. It's like, don't yeah. want to think too deeply about. Ugh, yeah, I'm like, that's not what we're here yeah. to talk about. One uh, other fun tidbit before I mm-hmm. tie it back to Keisha and give us yes. give the um, mole assessment. Um, this celebrity season of Big Brother, this is for you, Tori. Another guest on it was Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. Oh, so my I want to watch this season. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> yeah, tempted. what an all star cast. Yeah. Um, wow hit after hit hit after hit they knocked it out of the park with that one they were opening strong with the first u.s celeb season wow that's impressive because i mean not that the mole isn't great casting but there's definitely some people that you're like huh right but right big brother pulls out the big guns i see how it is okay they did yeah and again that was recent so you know reality shows are a little different they're more funded probably now than the mole even was um right they have more strings so anyway back to keisha she seems super sweet like every clip i heard of her every interview she's very well spoken she seems super calm um she seems like a family woman now um similar to tracy she posts a lot about like her family um love yeah she has a spice line called keisha's kitchen so she like makes her own spices um so she's keeping busy and um i've put a seven for her mole ability because i was just like Mm. i feel like she seems like such a sweet woman like people wouldn't suspect her but she also does seem smart um so i don't know i feel like she could pull it off i like that assessment for sure i wholly agree yeah um, so that's it i think on that Keisha. she's she's possible mold material yeah we'll see because she's she's smart mm-hmm. um she's unassuming but she also like has this reality tv experience um, right or at least you know is clearly likes that world enough to like get into yes. this sort of thing yeah so she can play the it. part mm-hmm. um okay i'm gonna move on okay. to our next person i think we have three people left yeah um and next up we're gonna talk about mark curry okay um he is 58 years old now so he was like 41 at the time of filming uh, and he's an actor comedian and host um best known for playing mark cooper in hanging out with mr cooper uh yeah um so it was like a 90s sitcom um like he was the role the star and it, he was like an ex-basketball player that became a teacher um so uh very you know like wholesome sweet right. um something i never watched hanging with the mr cooper i've heard of it um but something that is wild is that 
and it makes me feel like it's not that great of a show <laughs> is that for the series finale so the final episode i think it was like five seasons uh-huh. um that into the airing of it five minutes in on the west coast abc um basically stopped to break the news of the death of princess diana (gasps) and they just never played the finale (laughs) again my god yeah whoa (laughs) they were like this is what we got to talk about and they never like just replayed it oh my god has anyone has it been released anywhere yeah it's a yeah right i mean you can watch like reruns or it's out there but so clearly not like content people were like you know right fighting at the bit for right 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 oh Um, wow yeah so um besides playing mr cooper um he was like in a few other things he guest starred on living single with our girl kim coles this world is so small it's such a small world it's just oh my gosh (laughs) truly um more recently in like 2012 um he has like starred in a Nick at Night um, live action family sitcom oh. called See Dad Run. Huh. Um, yeah, so he it's with Scott Bayo. Yeah, <laughs> um, okay, that sounded yeah. familiar. Um, oh my god, so I think I'm realizing when I worked in California and I was a tour guide at Paramount, I th- yeah. I'm like 99% sure that show filmed on the Paramount lot. Because I saw Scott Bayo around and we would be like, yes. that's where Sea Dead Run is filmed. And so maybe I saw Mark Curry at one point. Oh, my gosh. Oh my you definitely did because of fate yes. and the way that this happens Small to us. World. <laughs> um, he basically, besides like this kind of TV stuff, he's done a lot of stand-up comedy. Like that's kind of where he started out, like mostly first and foremost as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't love the comedy. <laughs> Not your cup of tea. Uh, not my cup of tea. <laughs> is it like current or this is like years no. and years ago? I mean, yeah. he's still he's still a comedian, but I haven't seen anything recently. But he still definitely at least considers himself a comedian. Um, but most of his like specials were, um, from a while right, ago. Right, right, right. Like uh, like early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. And so I couldn't find any good clips just because of pure difficulty finding content right. and um, bad audio quality. Right, right, right. But take my word for it. It was okay. <laughs> um, you can skip and, it. Yeah. Um, he's appeared in like a few different music videos. He's been <sighs> in the music video for Bow Wow, Take You Home what? or Pull Up by Young Dolph featuring 2 Chains. Most of those people I don't know. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but he was in it. Yeah. Um, and... Just something dark from his past Ooh. in 2006. Um, I so he was at home and like an aerosol can fell behind a water heater and exploded while he was doing laundry, oh and so he like burned like over 20 percent of his body <gasps> and like like was like suicidal at one point. Oh my like, god! Very dark. Um, oh. Yeah. What I will say is like since then he is like the most positive human oh good ever um you know mostly well i say mostly positive (laughs) um because most recently like what he's in the news for as recently as january 2020 is he has got beef with steve harvey oh um for stealing his material oh Um, no yeah and i will say so i then i was like i need to know who's right here so i went and i watched like 
the original clip from um, Mark, and then I watched the clip from Steve Harvey, and Steve Harvey is definitely stealing his material. Oh my god! Um, Wait, okay, it was basically Steve like Steve is stealing Mark Curry's material. Yes. That's yes. so weird because Steve Harvey's such a bigger name that I had just I assumed it was the opposite. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And not so Mark is Poor mad. Mark. A, Steve's denying it, obviously. Right. Um, and but Mark is mad. He's mad that Steve Harvey is stealing his material, but he's more mad that he says Steve is like butchering the delivery. Oh. He's like, you're doing it badly. <gasps> oh, no. Um, yeah. So I have a recent clip from like a month or two oh my ago God, yes. um, from TMZ of like, TMZ like accosting Mark Mark Curry in the street and being like, "What's the latest with you and Steve?" Oh my God! Um, so here we go. No, I haven't. You know, my thing with Steve Harvey was is that he used his my material on both his platforms. Yeah. After I talked to him, I saw him at Def Jam. I went up and talked to him. I said, "Man, you're using my material. You know, you're taking money out of my pocket. You made enough money. You're very wealthy. You don't have to take it from me." But then he used it on his other show, the, the kids show or whatever. Kids say that something, something. And so he used my material twice. Steve Harvey stopped using my material. How can he Just call me and I'll tell you how to use my material. Bad thing about it, he's doing a bad job at it. If you're going to steal somebody's material, at least do it right. Yeah. So he's like in the street, so the audio quality is a little bad there. But you can, yeah, you can hear he is heated about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And fair points. He's like, Steve, you're very successful. Like, Steve Harvey's the more known name here. Yeah, that's exactly why I was like, oh, I thought it would be that Mark stole Steve's material. Steve but doesn't isn't need that. that. The way it is, though. The rich and famous can get away with anything. They can get away with anything. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Steve Harvey. Um, so, besides that beef, he is very active on social media. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, um, so positive like he's just Aww. very like has a zest for life um and so he, he will like tweet a lot and so i pulled one clip of just like randomly he like will like post a video of himself like giving a motivational oh. like moment um oh God, and I so this that. is yeah this is a clip of him on his twitter he's just like walking on the beach <sighs> and um just had something to say love it think positive that's right no matter what you're going through, think positive. Because when you see and think negative, it stays like that. You say, man, I can't afford those pants right there. Pants too expensive. Automatically, you're saying the negative, them pants too expensive. I can never get them. You woke up. Be happy about that. You can say, I ain't got nothing to live for. You, that a contradiction right there. And you ain't got nothing to live for. You living. What? Shout it out to the world. I'm alive and I feel great. Walk like this. That means you pride. Either that or you got a back elder. So think positive no matter what you do. Oh my so, god, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. Um, really ah. sweet. You can tell like he gets so animated though. He's like, What are you complaining about? You're alive. Don't worry about expensive pants. Like yeah. um I like so, his perspective. Yeah, cool. he gets super animated. Um, and so I'm excited to watch him because yeah. I just think he will be like a ball of fun and like have fun commentary. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, I have one more clip from him that also shows like how animated and fun cool. he is. Um, so let's listen. 
Holy moly, what is going on? Who's the mole? Yucatan, what's going on? Boy, this your boy Mark Curry, Mr. Cooper, saying, check this out. Celebrity mole, Yucatan. One of the best shows that you ever gonna see, because I went crazy on this show. I had a great time. I got to hang out with Dennis Rodman. Check that out. He told me the greatest sports stories ever. Bam. So check out, kick back, relax, get into a hole while you watch the Mo, Celebrity Mo Yucatan. Oh my. Who's the winner? Let me tell you. You know who won? It was a. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my yeah. God, Tori, I am smiling so big. This is hilarious. I know. I mean, I once love... I got Tracy Gold, then I was like, I need to keep looking. And it, I, you need oh to see God. the actual video too, because he's so animated. Oh um, my God, I can't wait. I love the part where he's like, so get in the hole, watch the mole. <laughs> and then he does this like whole thing with his body where he's like, shh. And he does like a little dance. Need and to send it to me immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and then like at the end, he's so funny. He's like, oh, you want to know who the winner is? Ha ha. And he like stops the clip like mid. Like I thought he did something us. like that. I couldn't tell exactly, but yeah. I thought he was doing some sort of joke like that. Oh, yeah. my God. This is so exciting because like. I mean, you have to have been the only person that reached out to these two about the mole. I know. Like, they are now thinking about it again because of you. Like, that's so cool. I that really so liked cool. it. Because not only, right, I was like, this will stick out for them because I'm Completely. sure they just get requests from people being like, wish so-and-so a happy birthday. And yeah. I'm like, no, I have a very specific like, need. Does holy moly ring a bell? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> if not, keep reading. I was like, I'm actively oh podcasting about your 2004 celebrity television appearance and I want to know your thoughts. <laughs> like, I care about you. <laughs> so it's so, oh they know God. that holy moly exists. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like now we need to retroactively reach out to some of the season. Yeah. The Hawaii contestants. I, I mean, for our birthday gift, we should, we should do pool that. and get Corbin. Yes. He's pricey. Yes. No, I'm down. I'm um, Mark, down. Was, Mark was like 20 and um, Tracy was like 25. So I was oh like, yeah, God. whatever. I mean, again, yeah. when you think about it, I spent like 50 bucks. <laughs> I'll split it. I'll pay you. But Honestly, was that like, was a gift. I was like, best money I've ever spent. Like, we now have this forever. And like. <laughs> If they are willing to do, like, we could interview them one day. Yeah. 50 bucks for a five-minute interview. Yeah. Like, I the door is you. open. You, it was priceless. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I had no doubts. I was like, absolutely. That was such a treat. My yeah. cheeks hurt from just <laughs> smiling. That was so fun. Uh, oh, my God. Thank you, Tori. Oh, of course. And so that's uh, all I have on Mark. Um, <laughs> good way to and, end it on Mark. Um, so mobility, I'll give him a six. Yeah. Um, I think he's po I think it's possible. I think he's fun. Um, you know, I think he's a little, I I'm worried about like how much he will get the actual like, um, game and like mm. the layers of it. But, um, I don't yeah. think he's like Stephen Baldwin level. Like right, he's right, right. definitely more capable than like that. Um, yeah. but I think that he might just be more a little light-hearted fun yeah um but to be honest like i've never followed mark curry that much until doing this research yeah. so um it's fully possible so six yeah that seems about right yeah it's like we don't know enough about him to say one way or the other but he's not a glaring liability 
Yeah. You know, like Dennis Rodman or Stephen Baldwin. Right. Um, And I mean, at this point, I am personally attached and biased for Tracy and Mark. Me too. They're good people. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I will not speak a single bad word about them. Only rooting for them. Yes. (laughs) They'll like be like, make a horrible mistake. And I'll be like, I understand. I understand. And I want to talk about it with them and hear what they were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Next up, um, this is our second to last contestant. Mm-hmm. We have Ananda Lewis. Okay. So she is sort of like a TV personality as well. I've never heard of her. As. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be real. She looked like, familiar to me, um, yeah. but I didn't know really where I knew her from. She was a VJ on MTV. Okay. If that, mean, if that means anything to you. <laughs> okay. Which uh, so was like, I don't know, she's one of those people that just presented music on MTV for a while. Right. Um, so that was like at the peak of MTV. It was like late 90s, early 2000s when MTV was like very, very hot. Cool. Um, when she left MTV, she started hosting her own show um, called The Ananda Lewis Show. Obviously. Um, and it was sort of like... It was like a mini Oprah, it felt like. Like, it was like a young Oprah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was kind of covering, like, Oprah or Dr. Phil-like topics and content like that. Okay. Um, so I genuinely don't even remember fully what's in this clip that <laughs> I think we're about to play. Um, and I think it's about germs. Yeah. And I, again, <laughs> context is that I pulled this clip before... COVID-19 was a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but Ananda Lewis, like, really cares about, like, germs in this She's clip. That's all I time. know. And it's on her show, the Ananda Lewis show. Yeah, we could all <laughs> learn a little bit from yeah. her. I know this looks funny, but what we're going to talk about today is not funny at all. In fact, what we're going to talk about today may disgust some of you. In fact, the show came out of some disgusting experiences I've had myself, like finding a steamed fly along with my steamed vegetables at a restaurant one night. Wow. Yeah. Um, I I forgot the intro music was so amazing, and that's half of what I wanted. I don't know. Yeah, because you sent the clip to me to, like, clip and you specifically said be sure to include the entire <laughs> intro song because it's like so. let's come together I mean, to be honest if we didn't already have an amazing theme song this would be like the vibe. <laughs> that would be we should do that for like one episode yeah oh it's good it's so good um, oh my god um so you can't help but be happy when you listen to that yeah, i was just smiling <laughs> I was laughing and smiling. Um, so I, I, I couldn't find much about That's Ananda. Okay. Um, the rest of information, the rest of the information I could find about her is she now has left um, all show business. She's a carpenter now. Oh my god! Yeah, she, she has a lot. 
of YouTube videos of her, like teaching people how to build decks and like talking about like how um, it's great for young women to like learn how to build things or like solve, th- you know, their own problems, like things around the house. Um, I so do like a- that. Yeah. I like le- if we call it pulling in Eric Von Detten going yes. regular full normie. Yes, she went Eric Von Detten for sure. I would say she's a female Eric Von Detten without <laughs> a doubt because she's like very pretty and she yes. definitely seems like the whole package. <laughs> um, yes. She does seem like she has a great head on her shoulders, um, smart, and yeah. But she posts a lot of like personal YouTube videos now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the next clip, I almost feel terrible even rolling it um <laughs> but i really couldn't find too much about her and this stood out we work we work with what we're given <laughs> we, people we work with what we got okay um <sighs> so this is like her kind of talking about this thing called the cucumber challenge classic like youtube young kids yes okay. exactly yeah and she's just giving her thoughts on it okay and we can play Let's both listen. yeah Hey you guys, Auntie Nanda here with some tips for these wild girls doing this dumbass challenge showing the entire world how they slop down a cucumber. I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to help you keep E. coli out of your throat. I'm gonna tell you like I would tell my nieces, goddaughters, and any young women in my life who I love and whose future I care about. Stop doing this dumb shit. This is so stupid. What is wrong with you, girl? Sit your ass down somewhere. Your children are gonna see this. You're doing this for some what? Your ancestors are watching you. <sighs> okay, but you're not them and it's your life so have at it do what you want just keep it clean and remember there's going to be consequences you're welcome you're nasty but you're welcome hello (laughs) so Uh, yeah there's a lot to break down um immediately off the bat my two favorite things that i'm getting out of that one auntie nandi auntie nandi love Love it love that yes we're gonna be calling her that right um auntie nandi She's big on germs. Again, uh-huh, she's uh-huh. like mostly uh, not about the symbolism yes. of, you know, slobbing down on the cucumber, as she says, but about the E. coli and that it's not yes. clean. So Yes, absolutely. And then in between that clip, like in the video, she shows how to wash the cucumber like with soap. Oh. Like she really wants these people to not get sick. Um, well, I bet like right now she is like th- like thriving in the sense of like being like i've prepared She's for this prepared. like i'm gonna teach you all how to yeah that's actually a good reminder i want to kind of check on what her thoughts are and yeah. how she's doing in this yeah. um yeah so it's interesting because like in that video and like in the videos she's posted she does clearly still have this like actressy quality yeah like in that last um you know part of what you heard like she clearly like edited together all of these different kind of like you know, it was, like, a montage of her trying to be, like, funny and, like, um, play these different characters. And so, like, she has left the business, but she's still clearly, like, a performer and likes mm-hmm. – she really likes, like, making content and speaking yeah. to the camera. So I think she'll be a good, like, interviewer and confessional giver. Um, but I don't – I didn't get, like, too much more out of her to get a good sense. So I think, like – It'll be kind of new, whatever mm-hmm. we see from her. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I said molability three. Just I just said I don't know. 
Like I didn't, yeah. I couldn't find enough. To you know. know what though? I'll say is like when me and you went into filming the mole victory house, we were like the Anandas. Like True. everyone else has done lots of reality television. And we were like, hey, it's Auntie Nandi's and <laughs> we've never played any of this. And we learned quickly and had a great time. That's true. So it's very, I'm not going to count her out. Sometimes you want the less well-known person to be, yeah, mm-hmm. taking on that it's role. It's a wild maybe. card. Yes, yes. Auntie Nandi. Yes. Can't wait uh, to see what she's about. Uh, true. Um, <sighs> okay, then we're going to move on to our last person. Yes. Um, and our last person that we're going to cover is Angie Everhart. Um, and she is an actress and model. She was like 33 at the time of filming. Did you get um, a cameo of her too? <laughs> no. I just need to know. I will front. tell you, <laughs> I looked and she has a cameo profile, but she was like currently unavailable. So I guess not accepting requests okay. right now. But I put myself on a list to be notified <laughs> if she makes herself available. Okay, great. <laughs> Just had to be prepared. Uh, yeah, no, I looked. Love she, it. She's busy right now. <laughs> Um, so she's an actress and model, mostly like smaller film roles, nothing notable. Um, but she's mostly well known for her modeling. Like, you know, she did like Sports Illustrated swimsuit, like mm-hmm. Playboy cover girl, um, all of that sort of stuff. Um, she broke her back when she was 19 in a horse riding accident, Ooh. um, which I find interesting. Um, but clearly it didn't affect her modeling career too much because she was super successful mm-hmm. um this uh she has some more reality tv experience but i think this filmed right after the mole she was in um <laughs> a reality show called the real gilligan's island um oh my god that rings a bell but i yeah don't, i think like my it, mom maybe watched it <laughs> it sounds horrible <laughs> um it's a show where like the contestants have to basically each act like a character in one of the shows in the show Gilligan Island. Right. So she played uh, Ginger. Right. But there are two teams. So sh- there's a team of like a Gilligan and a Ginger here. And then there's a team of another like Gilligan and Ginger. This um, is and weird. S- yeah. And they like compete in like challenges that are based on like the plot of Gilligan's Island. What? Yeah. Okay, um, when you said the name of it, I thought it was like you need to get off this island, like you are a group and you're stranded, because that's yeah. like what the premise was, right? Like they were like they're stuck on this island. Yeah, no, that's they're like crazy. reenacting that's the television weirder. show. That's safer but weirder. Yeah, um, and yeah, I mean, at first I was like, ooh, kind of like Survivor, but like yeah. no. Um, I tried so desperately to get any clip of her in this, but she actually had to like leave early because oh. in one of the challenges, she sliced her finger with a knife and like cut two tendons. So oh, she had God. to, yeah, so she had to be like uh, evacuated off the show oh my to, God. Her, to attend to that. So then they had like somebody else come in and take over the ginger role on her team. Oh my God. They yeah. Have backups. Yeah. There were at least three to four gingers <laughs> yeah. or every role. We've prepared for this. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah. And noting her red hair, that she, so she's like very long, beautiful red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like won awards for like best redhead, um, oh. like at like d- through like different super hair World Cup tournaments. 
what <laughs> i've looked again for content on this i'm like what is this yeah, but like, i can't hmm. find anything um i don't think there's actually any like in-person aspect it just seems like maybe like it's more like of an list. online vote right um, okay which i respect more because i'm like i hope you didn't go and like participate in this right um <laughs> but if you were just like nominated and it was out of travel your control for this. yeah 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 oh. um she was a co-host, uh, so staying in reality TV, she was a co-host of the Ex-Wives Club in 2007, um, which was just a reality show on, like, helping people get over difficult divorces. That's great. Um, yeah, so that's Sounds interesting. fun. Um, and so speaking of divorces and things like that, um, so she was married to Ashley Hamilton for, like, a year in 96, 97, but then after that, she was briefly engaged to Sylvester Stallone. Oh. They never ended up getting married. And similarly, she was also engaged to Joe Pesci, um, <gasps> oh. which I found so fun. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. She has like, not that they're physically the same, but they're kind of the same type of like yeah. older American actor. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so... Anyway, that's like her personal life. Um, <laughs> she was a skydiving enthusiast, um, but she had to give up the activity because she had an accident that was bad enough oh that God. she needed to get back surgery. She so has physical she has bad problems. Luck with her back. So I'm yeah, for her. Yeah. Um, which Aww. is cool, but also I was like, oh, I can't really relate to this. Yeah. Um, I don't seek that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ooh, you were an enthusiast, you say. <laughs> <laughs> um. But she's daring. Um, right. You know, she's definitely fun, likes to get out there. Um, in 2013, she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Um, and she, uh, like, had, you know, she had, like, surgery and went through the whole thing and had treatment. But, um, you know, came out of the other side, all Great. healthy and well. Um, she has, like, a young son. She's a single mom. Um, and so I would say she's like now mostly out of her like modeling acting mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but she was definitely super big back in the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and my favorite thing that she did, um, and this is a horrible experience, but she, um, was one of the first people to publicly come out against Harvey Weinstein. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. Um, like that she, you know, said that he like masturbated in front of her or something. Oh my gosh. Um, and so she like came out and was like very open about it and she actually said that she like publicly told that she told many people back when it first happened and right. like nobody cared right um right. and but then like once like one accusation was made then she was like okay like i'm going to again right. come out with this yes he is horrible. right like already um, said it i'll say it again yeah wow. and so kind of like once everything was coming out with harvey weinstein she had an interview clip they like kind of asked her thoughts on it um and mm -hmm. this is what she has okay. to say about it if harvey weinstein can go down we're gonna see change in the industry can i get a woo to the who <laughs> So I love that. Oh, I like her. Yeah, I am good. here for that. She's Can I get like, a woo? I want to use that line. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a woo to the fucking who? <laughs> she is like, yes, we are bringing, we are bringing about big change. I ladies. love that line. I feel like that's something Alex Hall would say. Yeah. Can I get a woo to the fucking who? <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, that was, I endeared me to her. Yeah. Um, for sure um 
she kind of in the past like five or so years it seems like she has like dabbled in and out of like um podcasting um Mm. she had a podcast at one point called the hot and heavy podcast um Hmm. and it was described as a star-studded hour of comedy and hot topics um that she co-hosted with greg wilson um and they would host interviews with hollywood celebrities and famous personalities the likes of buzz aldrin carol alt adam levine and many more Um, those are two names that i know that are big i didn't know the middle one (laughs) me neither um but there were only nine episodes of it so um i'd say we are about to beat the uh (laughs) angie ever in terms of how many podcast episodes we can put out oh Um, man it is it takes dedication i will tell you that yeah so it's like i get it it is a grind angie um and she i think she just kind of like can't decide on what her Mm. um niche is because like that kind of fizzled out but now more recently this isn't a podcast but it seems like she has a youtube series out it's like different youtube interviews called on air with angie and it basically seems like a podcast but i can't find it on any podcast streaming only on youtube um and again it just seems like she kind of like just sits down with people and like talks to them about random topics like it doesn't have a real direction Hmm. um but i found so i listened to a bunch of it um i found one clip that uh i think like tells us a little bit about angie um Mm -hmm. so i'll play it she's interviewing like just a random dude from like a different podcast like the drunk drunk guys podcast i don't even know um (laughs) but she's just talking to him and they get on the topic of uh tattoos okay Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, the first twenty five years, whatever tattoos you're getting at that point, you don't really know what the fuck. I they love are. my tattoos. What do, you, what do you have? Well, of some of them, I you know I had an angry one removed. <laughs> uh, what was it? I had "fuck you" written on my Achilles tendon. Uh, for your, did you tear your Achilles? No, it was because of a circumstance in life that happened and I was on the angry side. Yeah. <laughs> one, one and I put think. it in one word and I figured if you could read it, you were too close. I like that a lot. <laughs> so what happened then? You still have it? Uh, no, I took that one off because I didn't want the energy of, of that on my, on my legs. Yeah, so I, I don't hate it. One, because I can personally relate to totally. getting a a single word tattoo somewhere that <laughs> you might not like, you know, fully love for your entire life. That's like true. I, I understand Angie. It we happens. could provide more content about that to our patrons. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's a, that's definitely that's an in-person a mainstream story. topic. But yeah. uh, anyway, um, so I liked that, but I kind of like that she's like willing to just be like, yeah, it was fun. And yeah. like, then it wasn't. And so I changed totally. my mind. Like, I just like somebody that doesn't take anything 100% seriously. Like, Very true. I don't trust people that feel like 100% about anything. Right. Like, where it's like, I have no regrets. Like, yeah. it's like, no, she regretted this tattoo and normal people have mm-hmm. regrets. And let's exactly. just admit it, please. Yeah. Exactly. It, it really humanized her to me. Like it made me trust her almost a little yeah. bit more. I was like, she gets She does it. seem very real. Yeah. Yeah. She seems um, normal. That's and I cool. kind of like, she's sassy too. She got a fuck you tattoo. Yeah. She says, who to the fucking who. Yes. Like, yes. She's, 
Um, she definitely good has some feelings and ain't afraid to say it. I love it. I'm here to listen. Um, yeah. So in terms of mollability, I'm going to put her in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she potentially has the capability of doing it. Um, but I mean, I honestly, maybe I'm going to bump her down to a four just mm-hmm. because we just had Frederic Vanderwall right, as the right. mole, um, who I feel like was her kind of spot She's the of, model. yeah, the model, mm-hmm. you know, like, and she was the mole. And I just feel like they right. wouldn't do that again. Back why to back. do they? Yeah. Like, why would they even cast the same type? Like, that's right. just so weird. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and I I genuinely think she seems really intelligent, and so I think that she could have a good head for the game and do mm-hmm. well. Right. Um, so, cool. and I think, like, people will like her and, like, be willing to, like, trade information with her. Yeah. Um, so totally. I could for sure see her doing well. Um, I just think it would be a weird choice if she was a mulligan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Weird production choice. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited to see these people. Oh, that's it. We're done. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my it's gosh! Like, now I really do feel like I know these people, and we've never seen them exist together. Mm-hmm. Like now, everyone we just talked about all the craziness and weirdness. They're now going to be like living together, yeah. playing the mole. Like that's weird. I can't wait to see. Uh-huh. And based what on do. what we talked about, how like a lot of them have weird overlap in like different other celebrity reality show worlds, it seems like this is like the origin point, though. Right. Um, that like anything they did happened after this. So yeah. I'm excited to like see how it all starts. Yeah. Um, because there's no baggage that I know of between these people yet. Right. This is fresh. Except for Stephen and Cortman, but right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> And then in terms of, like, watching this, um, we weren't able to find DVDs to purchase of this. Heartbreaking. Yeah. I, you know, if anyone is willing to, yeah. you know, put it out there, get it I into print. I scour eBay every other day. Yeah. I'm looking for the secret scenes. I don't know if it's ever been released. Like, I don't, I don't know. know if this exists. Um, but I think, um, there are some YouTube videos of, you know, like it's not gonna be amazing video quality, but it should totally suffice to like watch. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing if you guys want to watch along. Yeah, exactly. That's what we will be relying on is the good old YouTube. So, um, it's accessible. Yes. And hey, y'all, you ain't got nothing better to do during these times. You can only play so much Animal Crossing. Exactly. We Um, would know. (laughs) That's why we're finally emerging from our Animal Crossing, um, you know, hole and getting back to the mole because we need a balance in this time. Can I say one of my favorite things over the past few weeks is like, we've just been like putting off recording this episode. Like I was sick and then we were just kind of like, I think just like adjusting to the new reality. Yeah, yeah. And not quite ready to. like productive beyond what we needed to do day to day yeah but i loved how like we would make plans to record and then one of us would text each other and be like oh i can't yeah just not feeling it today and then like an hour later like i would see like the notification on my switch like (laughs) jackie's online playing animal crossing and i'm like same though (laughs) exactly it was never like uh, like we actually have been slightly busy on the weekends because of like yeah. Zoom calls, oh. but it's not like I'm like backed, booked back to back. But it is like, it was sort of this feeling of like I need the decompression time yeah. to play Animal Crossing rather than like being actively productive. Yeah. 
fully Which I'm gonna respect. do right after this. <laughs> yeah, we were both in the exact same boat. It's yeah, fine. We were together. Yeah, it's um, it all worked out. Oh, but it's and now so we get good. to start watching this. Exactly, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, um, to see who will be the mole's first victim. Oh my I'm god! I'm excited to see what kind of challenges we're gonna have. Yeah, I'm excited Ugh. to see the scenery. Like we definitely talked about how Hawaii played like a role as its mm-hmm. own character, and Yucatan seems like it's gonna be like it. Sort of makes me think of um, Survivor China, where it's yes. like the setting was so much more noticeable because it was different. Mm-hmm. Um and it played its own part, so I'm excited. Yeah, it, like how like uh Survivor Guatemala had that like weird inland yeah. sort of like yes. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh cool, my god, cool. I miss the different locations in Survivor, but me too. Loving Survivor 40 anyway. True, it's all we have. It's all we have. <laughs> I'm so blessed. I can't complain at all. Yeah. No. Um. <sighs> all right. Well, so that means just tune in next time yes. to figure out um who is the mole